1: Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron, and if your birthday is coming up around when this episode airs, good news, your parents fucked on
2: Christmas.
1: (laughs) Uh, Uh, Hi, my
2: name is Taya. Once again, uh, it's happened. uh, I've been a union official representing a worker who was, once again, a cat girl. So that brings up my total uh, cat girls that I've represented industrially to four which I still think is the high score for any union official in Australia. And that, I believe, is something to be proud of.
0: It um, is. My name is Faye, and I'd just like to announce that unlike an Armoured Core, I do not have a load limit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My thing's not going to be as good as that, but um, hey, everyone. I'm Molly, and butt. Can I borrow your butt? Cause mine's got a crack in it.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm still, I'm still recovering from armor very... core. Cool. Ah, good. Oh. And I we are a team.
3: About love. <laughs> we are a team. We're a team. We're a, a team fun. of romantic <laughs>
1: gamers who want to achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this week on the show, we're talking about two opposing forces in what you desire, with this question from one of our listeners.
2: Hi, Pixel Hearts. What is the difference between a need and a want?
1: A need and a want. Uh, A very, very uh, difficult... uh, It's a conversation about boundaries, and it's something that gets very muddled depending on what um, someone... It's something that gets weaponized a lot, I think. And it's something that got weaponized mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very recently. I think we've brought it up in a previous episode talking about Jonah Hill. Um, and we spoke about needs and wants and weaponizing the idea of the phrase boundaries, um, and how we are misusing boundaries to control people. Um, but Malian, I want to shoot to you first, because this is something that you um you said you've done a little bit of research in.
3: Uh I mean, research in so far, I Googled it (laughs) and read a couple of think pieces.
0: So, Uh, academic research. Exactly. uh, Backed by
1: proving once again to be the academic of the group with a a search bar. (laughs) Uh,
3: You'll be surprised how much uh, a a Google away keeps the misinformation
1: (laughs) at (laughs) bay. Yep, finish that. That's that's, that's how it goes. Okay, so let's let's break it down first. All right. We've got two different things here. We've got wants, we got needs. Mm-hmm. What's a wants want? Wants and needs. What's a want? Uh, what's the difference? A want
0: is a thing that you would like, but you do not require to uh, continue a relationship or exist in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what's a need?
3: Needs are, I think, easier, right? Because it's the stuff that it's like, well, I need to go to the bathroom and if I don't, I'll get like my kidneys will explode, right. like it's literally that. Oh, sure, but you know? I, I think
2: we we're meant to be talking <laughs> <That> about <laughs> wants and needs in the context of a relationship, um, and if that's a that's oh, a need, so maybe to be fair,
0: <laughs> a that's need the requirement for bathroom, yeah, no, and you're bathroom
1: stuff. <laughs> maybe that is a need. Absolutely, for some yeah. people. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! What's the opposite? What's what, what's the opposite of a shy bladder? It's an extrovert bladder. You need an o- audience. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Yep, it needs that thirsty little flower. <laughs> I
3: mean, okay.
1: Just, um. <laughs> uh, Cameron, stop yucking other people's yummers. <laughs> no, I'm I'm definitely not yumming any of that yum. No, yuck, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not letting. No no, no, no.
2: All right, all right, fine.
3: Ella oh, <laughs> Faye's little dance around the room.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, keeping shades of Faye fake Faye keeps just dropping bombs and then being like, tee I'm just I'm just a cute little pixie. <laughs> yeah. dance around the room. I've got I've got leaves on the wall. And, and if you if you come to our PAX panel, <laughs> uh-huh. you can see this in person. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All
1: right. So uh, wh-
3: what's it needs? Nice? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that though, I do have a question that is related now. Mm-hmm. What does it make cats? Or cat owners, right? Where they're very much like, you're going to the bathroom, we're going to the bathroom.
1: (laughs) Oh, like when you go to the bathroom, your cat has to come with you? Yeah. It's, they're just, (laughs) that's, that's not a kink. That's, that's just French. Just inquisitive little guys. (laughs) (laughs) They're little, they're little scholars. They want to learn everything. They're like, what's happening? I want to be in here. I want to see what's going here. What's happening? I'll write a paper on this in cat. University Absolutely. It's why they push yeah. things off of tables <laughs> So they can test the theory of gravity They are They, Einst- the they, they, they are actually constantly Just trying to challenge Einstein mm-hmm.
0: Einstein was <laughs> a cat though.
1: This is a well known fact <laughs> and This is where we've ended up
2: <laughs> Didn't even get me started on
1: Oppenheimer As a furry Wait this Do you reckon Oppenheimer what? would have been like If he was a furry what animal would Oppenheimer Have been I am become death.
3: Ooh, ooh. What's Killian Murphy? Destroyer like a raven. Um, a destroyer
2: of <laughs> oh, worlds. Oh, that's a
1: feathery, isn't it? Feathery. <laughs> feathery. He would have been a raven, the oh. De- death destroyer of worlds.
2: Uh, yeah, but you got to do it in ooh, ooh voice.
1: Oh, I... <laughs> the death destroyer of <laughs> <Ooh>, worlds. <laughs> anyway, what we don't need is to be discussing this. <laughs> um, I'd very much like to put this in the the category of needs. Is moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, wants versus need. Want is I would like this thing, but it is not detrimental to my well-being. Need is I uh, uh, this this thing that I'm asking of is something that will have irreparable effect on me to the point that the relationship cannot continue. Mm. So for me, I want and a need. I a want I would like a partner who um so yeah, oh, see, now everything I'm saying is a want. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of a need. Okay. Let's start with a need. A need is, I need monogamy. Mm. That's who okay. I am. Like, I need monogamy yep. from my partner. That's a
0: fair need.
1: Yeah. What I'd like, what I want is... um, Like, the bar is so low on these wants. I would want a partner <laughs> who remembers my birthday. Okay. Yeah. Surely that forces yeah. a need, though. No, Wait, no. What's a like, want? No, no. I want a partner who... Um, where's a fragrance that I like? Okay, no, that's good. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Here we are. yeah. Like yeah.
1: it's shocking he wears a fragrance that I'm not really into. That's not the end of the relationship.
3: No. Mm. I guess also here, right? Uh, and it's also useful for us to use the Jonah Hill case study and huh. thinking around terms like
1: case <laughs> study. study. Yeah, of case course.
3: study. Here I go. All right.
2: Welcome Professor Butt has begun her lecture.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's break. in. Can we break down <laughs> yeah. what actually happened with Jonah Hill? Yes. So essentially, he started dating a um, surfer. What was her name again? Terrible with celebrities. Please tell me what. All terrible oh with names. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> you're the one that googled.
1: You
2: know what, Cameron? You're <laughs> a
0: you're a, a celebrity whisperer.
2: Now. What was what was the name of Jonah Hill's partner?
1: Sarah Brady, the surfer, Sarah Brady. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I'm gonna be honest. I don't know sports. I I guarantee if she was in any other, like, field, I would have remembered her name. Um, Sarah Brady is a surfer. Uh, Jonah Hill was dating her. And then a text was released that he sent, which basically uh, set out some things that he expected. Um, Let me actually bring up the text and I'm going to read the text. This is just a quick overshot of it. But he sent to his surfer girlfriend, plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model... To post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, Mm -hmm. to post sexual pictures, Mm -hmm. friendships with women who are in unstable places from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, Wait. uh, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. The, The... these are my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt or our trust. Mm-hmm. So, so. There's a couple mm. there
0: that yeah. I'd be like, that's okay. And then there's yeah. other ones that I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Mate? <laughs> so, okay, let's break it in. To post
1: sexual pictures, that's something where I'd be like, okay, I'm not comfortable with that if a partner was posting unless there's a conversation to be had. Mm. Well also Conversation I, town.
3: I believe like for the context here though, is the specifically it was like wearing a bikini. Yeah. Yes. And posting a photo in a bikini being described as like a sexual mm-hmm. photo or like sexualized or modeling.
1: Yeah. So when I'm when I'm saying sexual pictures, I'm not I, I I would it would it'd spark a conversation between my husband and I if I logged on to Twitter and, you know, found Poland and Holland out there for everyone to see. If there was no discussion prior and no agreement between us. But it's that also thing like I know someone who started dating someone from the adult entertainment industry Mm. and then got mad Uh that like people could see them naked and sexual online. And it's like, well, And I know that this person knew they were Mm -hmm. in the industry when they started dating. It's like, that's their life. Like, that's their livelihood. You don't get to dictate that that's not there. So it's that thing of, like, with this one where he says, no surfing with men. She's a surf instructor. Like, she's a surfer. That's
0: fucked. That's fucking bullshit. There's, like, a weird dichotomy between people seeking a partner who is, like, sexually attractive. And in a sexually attractive... Like, okay, let's be honest... Surfers are pretty hot, yep. right? Yep. There's there's a physicality, yep. there's often body suits, there's, like, cool movements. Sometimes yep. they do flips. Like, flips. that's all hot. That's, anyway. Yeah, um,
1: Well-known surfing the same way, terminology, doing yeah. flips. <laughs> do in the
0: same way that dating someone in the <laughs> adult industry, that is a very attractive, like, yeah. a situation. Like, for me, I would say... Holy shit, you've honed those skills. Those are very impressive. That is very attractive. Mm. But the dichotomy is the understanding that that does not mean they're mm. for you. Yep. Right? Yep. That's you have signed a contract here, <laughs> an unwritten contract that says I appreciate these things about you. Therefore, I shouldn't fucking take them away. Yeah. Like, that's not me turning up and being like, oh, I found a jemmy, I will hoard it.
1: Like, <laughs> also, like, to model <laughs> being one of these options, like, that's wild. Yeah. Oh. That's wild. Yeah. You are not only that, but, like, sporting, like, people in sports are often modelling. Like, mm. it, it. it is about, like, doing the work to sell yourself, that kind of thing, right? Like, you are a... When you're in sport, Right. Sport is all well and good, but at the end of the day, if you're going to make a, a career from it, you're the product. Yeah. You are the product yep. you are selling. And to do that, you need to be able to sell yourself. So many people in sport get where they are because they have, you know, um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, uh, when they're in ads and, um, they're brand ambassadors, brand that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, Like, like, how have I forgotten the word for this? Um, but like the whole part of the job. So now you're getting in the way of income: the surfing with men, the modelling, posting pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. Like, they're a surfer. Get over yourself. A She's a surfer. Yeah. Even if she so, wasn't a surfer, you don't right? yeah. you don't that's, get to dictate yeah. that a, what a woman gets to share of herself.
3: Yeah. So I think it's the, uh, as we say, a great case study here because it's very clear that you know we've. Uh, that those particular text messages were shared and it's like the reading of it is very much like, well, that's obviously Jonah Hill using this language to try to control his partner,
1: Mm. right? Mm -hmm.
3: That's that's kind of the clear reading there. It's
1: the weaponization of boundaries.
3: Yes. And I think it's also useful to unpack how something can be hurtful but not abusive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. And also that um, something that he might not like her to do doesn't have to be.
2: It's not malicious.
3: Like malicious. Right. Like for, I think there's also something here around boundaries where uh, I believe the term from a quick Google search that people are using now to describe the kind of Popular use of therapy talk as therapy talk is the term, if yep. you've heard that.
1: Yes, yeah, therapy talk mm-hmm. as a way to kind of, um, yeah, uh, to, to for people to use terminology against you in ways that make you feel like you're in the wrong when in reality it's like they're, they're overcomplicating simplified situations to almost, um, hoodwink you
0: yeah. with, well, with I would say it's almost classist. In a way, because it's like, hey, look, I'm using my knowledge and education to belittle you by using a term that is higher-brow than what has otherwise been used in conversations like this, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, there is nothing wrong about using terms like this in a conversation, but the way that they are harnessed here is a weaponized one, and that's what makes the difference. Mm. I'd also say, with a boundary, right... I, I feel like a boundary is a big problem when it is a boundary that massively impedes and changes the person who you're in a relationship with yes. that you knew about yeah. from the start, right? Like, you can't just go into a relationship and then be like, my boundaries are you being a fucking different person, so do it. Like, <laughs> yes. that's not how it fucking works. It's like works.
1: me starting yeah. dating my husband and then being like, um, the boundary I want to set is I'd actually prefer if... Um, you weren't a man. Oh, that, that. <laughs> There's my new boundary. <laughs> like you can't, you can't go in and make those claims. I think as well, I think something that is important with boundaries and when we talk about boundaries, boundaries need to be a mutual agreement. You don't get to dictate yes. boundaries on others if they're not comfortable with agreeing to them. When he speaks about boundaries in this, there's his own personal boundaries, yes, but that can't be the relationship boundaries if no proper conversation prior to this has set those up.
3: There might also be worth, a worthwhile thing to say here, right, as well, of the, um, so the a, a good example of what setting a boundary is, is saying something like, if you text me while I'm at work, I won't be able to read the messages or yep. respond to you until after work, right? Where the boundary is kind of declaring what you yourself will be doing mm. and your own actions rather than the other person. Right, so it's like you can still send me that text, but I won't be able to get back to it.
1: Yeah, not dictating another person's actions for them.
0: Yeah, my boundary is you not being involved in the golden shower that you'll be giving me. Is for an example, yeah. a terrible boundary. <laughs> you cannot inflict right. those requirements. Cameron's giving me a look. Well, he's not even looking. I, I at won't. The I'm not time. looking. Yeah, at the screen, I, I, there'll be no
1: <laughs> eye contact after that statement. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting depravity <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god but i think it's <laughs> this is great. i think it's also all right so i want to talk about something else that's been rising at the same time as all this because i feel like it ties into a little bit around um policing other people and i think that's the thing wants and needs feels like it's about policing other people have you guys come across the new trend well i don't know if it's new but it's it's gaining a lot of popularity and it's being weaponized strangely mainly against men right now and that is ix oh oh
2: yeah I've
1: seen and now that. ix is fun I- I- ix is a bit of fun there's a bit of fun to be had in ix but i'm seeing some now that are coming through and it's not just men but i just see it i think i see it a lot at men's expense because you know sure fuck men um <laughs> but
0: <laughs> and they've had such a <laughs> they've hard, had really- hard time it's like so hard it's to yeah on. no It's okay. You're
3: all connected. But
1: there's little things like one of the icks I saw in in jest was this woman was like, I have a new ick for my husband, which is that when we were swimming, I looked underwater while he was treading water and it looked really weird and it grossed me out. What? And like that was like a very lighthearted ick. Well, like when she went when they were when they were treading water at the beach, yeah. she put the camera under the water yes. and his legs were like <laughs> kicking like really little. Okay. And she's like, it's a little ick, because that- just it made me go, ooh, for a okay. second. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's that's like a harmless fun sure, ick sure. that they're both in on the joke. Yeah. But then All like right. there are women doing full on icks about why they won't date um, people, and one of them was, um, Oh, it's an ick. When he goes to Starbucks and he gets a um, frappuccino, you're a man. You should just be having black coffee. Mm.
0: So that's that's using it too. Right. And so the the
1: ick language is now getting used in such ways to kind of shame people for a lot of stereotypes that we have been doing so much work to break for so long. And now it seems Mm. to be all coming back around again under icks. now. Ick's are fun. There are fun Ick's. There are hilarious ones. Another one I saw recently was a guy who was eating soup and he was doing this gross thing with like bringing his tongue to the plate to get the soup in his mouth. <laughs> oh, and I just went, okay. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> but again, it, this isn't a person being like, well, I need to break up with them because of an Ick. But Ick's has become this thing. And it's one that I've noticed is being weaponized for, if I'm going to be honest, masculinity and anything that is not traditionally masculine is now an ick and it fell under these things like it's this modern use of language that I worry can get out of hand the same way that we let things like boundaries wants and needs and all these kind of things dictate how relationships work based on Mm -hmm. one person's desire to control the other person.
0: Yeah, just wait for a month and they'll be like, my ick is when it's shorter than seven inches and then we're back we on We don't need the, to wait. Like,
1: it's already happened.
0: Terrible- <laughs> It's already
1: happened. What? I've seen a video that said oh, that. Cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's, cool. a, there's cool. a guy at the moment, he's got a, he's got a, um, he's got a TikTok and he's basically duetting all of these or stitching all of these icks and he's got a running list that he writes uh, next yeah. to it, what the ick was. And yeah, the one, one of the ones recently was, ick, having a body you can't change. Like, because it was about penis length. Oh my God. Like, and so his ick was like, having, you can't have a body that you can't change. Or one of them, one of the ones, the Starbucks one, he duetted and he said, not drinking the coffee you enjoy. Um, Mm. Yeah. And it's when you break them down into what people are actually saying that you go, hmm. And we've seen this before. Preferences. If you're in the gay community, you'll know all about my preferences.
3: (laughs) What? No. What, what what Reddit thread is this? Oh, mate. <laughs>
1: uh, the gays love their preferences. Um, you'll go into any online dating app and you'll see um, no femme, fat or Asian is pretty common. Oh, right. um, but it's a preference. Yeah. It's just a preference, guys. It's just a oh. preference. Oh, yeah. No. Sure. No, it's mm. not. It's a w- terrible use of language oh, yeah. to mm. alleviate people from, again, control. And this is where we get into the wants and needs.
3: I guess what I, what it, this conversation is making me think here is around that um we I think sometimes some words are useful for like a catchall phrase so you can you know move the conversation some way mm. but sometimes those kind of catchall phrases that have a lot of baggage can also make us a bit lazy with our language mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. actually maybe just having a think about what you actually mean when you're saying these words um, but it's curious because the, lang- like, the therapy talk and um, things like boundaries, because we're now, interestingly, moving towards a place where talking about therapy and mental health issues is kind of seen as, like, a, someone who is working on themselves. So, therefore, yep. it's kind of coded as positive, sure. right? It's like self-care, yeah, right? And it's generally coded as positive in a way. Where if you use or deploy that language, it's much more difficult to kind of argue against it without it, you know, mm. being a whole thing. So I think we should yeah, it's... yeah, be cautious not to use it as like a catchphrase or a catchall, um, but actually maybe slow down a bit and think of what do we really mean when we're saying and that. I
2: think that's a big like, question that we as individuals all need to sort of ask ourselves about what it is that we do want from a dynamic, what it is that we're comfortable with, what it is that we're not comfortable with. I mean, the big question that most people don't even consider is, I mean, you know, Cameron, you talked before, like a need for you is monogamy, right? And that's mm-hmm. and that's one that like people don't even begin to wrangle with um, until, you know, they've learned that there's actually an option for non-monogamy, right? So, right. you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have uh, a, a soft boundary uh, which is that I, I don't want to be, like, a person's first partner um, for when they want to try polyamory, because having to navigate that and be the first... That's
0: a messy, Yeah, messy so
2: look, time. I don't mind being the friend who you talk to about that stuff, but I'm, like, mm. having to navigate and basically teach someone, like... Uh, for instance, like, I I cannot, like you know, see you every day because, uh, like, I I have other partners and other priorities that I need to sort of have in my life. Um, you know, that sort of stuff and and managing those sorts of expectations um, and, and explain that, like, look, you may want to sort of see me every day, but is that really a need? Are you going to sort of fall out of love mm. with me? Is the relationship going to deteriorate? Um, and it's just kind of like... Yeah, having those discussions about, like, you know, there is that question of, like, if it something is a need. Like, if you aren't comfortable with your partner sort of um, putting on pictures of themselves in a bikini, like, it's fine to not be comfortable with that. The first thing you should do, I would suggest, is actually ask yourself why that is. Um, and feel free to communicate yeah. that to your partner. But understand hmm. that, like, if it is something inherent to their identity, whether it's their work or their self-expression potentially you should self-select and just not be in that relationship to begin with.
1: I think it's important when we're talking wants and needs to be self, um, self self-reflective in a vacuum um, to not let what other people are dictating as something that you shouldn't be okay with. Um, We talked recently about, um, you know, people going down the right wing pundit hole and you'll hear a lot of men online talking about what women should be doing. I need people to actually then take away that listen to yourself and go, do I actually care? No. Like I have so many friends who they have hot girlfriends who'll post hot pics and they're like, yeah, my girlfriend's hot Yeah, and she's my girlfriend. And it's okay that she Mm -hmm. posts these hot pics because she's my girlfriend. I am confident enough in that. They don't care that that she'll post these things. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who has a partner who has an OnlyFans and he's like, yeah, it's fine. It's an income. It's a job. She's still my girlfriend at the end of the day. Um, And so I think it's that thing of like, Being honest with yourself about what you, you alone, what is your, like, your bar, Mm. and not what someone else's is, Mm. and not what your friend's is. Mm. But know that if you are okay with something, you've got to then be whole body okay with it and be willing to defend that should someone ever question it. But it's it's that thing of I think you need to look inside yourself before you know what is a want a need an ick and all that stuff. And honestly, people just need to get way more comfortable with things that they think they don't want.
2: Yeah, and I think yeah,
0: I think that's I, fair.
2: I guess actually, I do have a specific message uh, for uh, the gentlemen and the gentle folks. Um, your expression of masculinity shouldn't be tied to how your partner uh, presents themselves, mm-hmm. um, and you shouldn't let Okay, so I'm just still thinking about that fucking Starbucks ick thing. Don't feel that you need to fucking throw away your fucking Starbucks fucking Frappuccino, your little sweet treats, because you've got a sweet tooth. Um, ha- enjoying those things and enjoying life does not make you any less fucking masculine. It doesn't make you any less fucking hard. It doesn't make you any less of a bloke. Uh, Love, lo- loving life, I think, is is one of the most masculine things you can do. And don't be afraid to be exactly who you want to be. And don't be afraid to find someone yeah. who loves you for that.
1: Gender conformity will not bring you joy. Faye?
0: I was going to say, I, I, the difference between needs and wants for me is a need is a something that if it doesn't happen, everyone has a bad time. Mm-hmm. And a want is just, it would be nicer for mm-hmm. me. As a random example, and I know this is breaking it down a bit, I need caffeine in the morning, right? If I don't have caffeine, I have a bad time, but everyone who has to interact with me also has a bad time, and I cannot control that, right? That's it. It doesn't need to be a nice coffee. I don't need to walk to a cafe, I don't need to fucking get out a fancy coffee pot and brew it, I can deal with Nescafe. My need is, at minimum, a small cup of Nescafe. But what I do want is a rather large flat white <laughs> that was made in a nice place. And that's the big difference. Like, one of them is pleasant, but if I don't get it, it's not the end of the world, and it only affects me, not everyone else around yeah. me. That's a one.
1: Any final thoughts from anyone? You are knuff. You are knuff. Uh,
2: the Oppenheimer quote of the day. Uh <laughs> Love yourself for who you are um, and, yeah, just...
3: Be kind to each other.
1: Well-known Oppenheimer quote, love yourself. No, no, that's not the Oppenheimer quote. (laughs) You are enough is the Oppenheimer quote. Um, Oh, okay, sure. That's what he he said to Einstein, by the way. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: No, he drew a picture of his raven sonar saying, yeah. you are enough, and passed <laughs> it to Einstein.
1: <laughs> the reason why Einstein walked away so, is Einstein's scaly. Yeah, absolutely. Well He's fact. a skink. Well-known fact. Look
0: yeah. it up, kids. Yeah. I thought Are we already said episodes? that Einstein was a, cock, a cat girl earlier
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes, oh that, no, yeah. you're right, we did you got to do your own we research, need to get people to, We're going to do a deep dive, let's research it I need everyone to Google <laughs> Einstein cat girl I'm, I'm I'm now. Styles,
2: <laughs> Einstein scaly
1: On that note, we want to thank Ryan Stan for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro The Pixel Hearts theme song and One Pixel at a Time but if you need the pixel hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other.
0: Huh, there are search results for catgoling. <laughs> <laughs>